talk about the good, the bad, and shitty of cinema. <laughs> Alright, so, today's movie of choice is Godzilla. The 98 movie. Also known as Zilla. Yeah, this ain't really the, uh... It's not of God-tier material. Japan doesn't even, like, pick it up on the radar. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they make fun of it in, like, the next year. No, or next two years. Yeah, didn't they actually make a movie where their Godzilla kills this guy? It was it was like Final Godzilla Wars. Final Wars. Final yeah. Wars, but in uh, I think it's Godzilla two thousand. They they make fun of it. They pretty much like the Japanese are like, oh, the Americans thought they saw Godzilla. That was just a Zilla. <laughs> yeah, this movie's not loved by by a lot of people at all. Yeah, it, uh, um, they didn't really pay attention to the source material when they uh, were doing this at all. Um, do you want me to start reading the facts? Well, okay, so it's... Uh, careful with your journal. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, Godzilla 98, starring Matthew Broderick. Gene, is it Gene or John, Jean Reno? Uh, he's French. It's, it's I French. think it's Jean. It might John. be Jean Reno. Uh, Hank Azaria, who, if you don't know who Hank Azaria is, he probably... Oh, yeah, he does like 80% of the voices on The Simpsons. Which you may hear a couple in the movie. And uh, Maria Petillo, who is really nothing. Um... Let's put it this way: This movie was so bad that every act, main actor in this movie, hated the movie. Really? Yeah. Like nobody was happy with it. Like Matthew Broderick didn't like it. And really, the funny thing with with him being in it is like his role was written specifically like around his care, like around his personality. I guess. Oh, um, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Um, did you say who it was directed by? Did you say who it was directed by? Um, I forgot his name. Roland Emmerich. Thank you. Uh, me and Chris are tag teaming this today. Yeah, <laughs> Chris and Brandon got to share a mic because we're down for a mic. So. Uh yeah. Uh, if you don't, don't know, Brand, we'll... Brandon, make sure you speak nice into the, yeah. the mic. And hug Chris right here. Just get nice and close. Well, I like where this is going. <laughs> uh, if you don't know any movies that he's done, uh, he directed uh, Independence Day. Yeah. But what, what, about two years before this? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what went wrong there. <laughs> so, uh, pretty much this this movie bombed very hard in the box office. Um, so, and if anyone who knows me, I'm actually a really huge Godzilla fan. I actually have a tattoo on my leg of Godzilla taking on Mothra. 
Um, but this, I want to say, was maybe my first introduction to Godzilla, which is not a proud moment in my life. Um, I know I was like seven when this movie came out. Brandon was like... Three or four. I was like three or four. Had to be around there. Uh, Chris, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Um, Reluctantly, I started off with the good ones. Well, the better ones, I should say. Uh, My favorite one um, is Godzilla vs. King Kong, which, side note, they're finally going to do this in cinema, like real life kind of movie in a few years from now, so... I'm excited. I'm stoked for that one. Uh, uh, pretty much my first experience with Godzilla had to be this one, but if I had to pick my favorite, my favorite out of all, was it Son of Godzilla? We like? No, we like Godzilla vs. Destroyer. No, 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 no. They're no, they, no. I like the name of that one. I actually haven't seen that all the way through. Uh, it's the other one with Son of Godzilla, the kid. Very, very good. Very, very oh, cheap. Oh, he's about jumping on the on the car. <laughs> that kid's hilarious. Yeah. Uh. I just remember this movie having like the most insane marketing. Like, I remember like you can get like like the Godzilla cups at like Seven Eleven and stuff like that. Like the toys were selling like crazy. It was more of a appeal to kids. I think that's. I mean, personally, I like the movie. I don't consider. I like it too. Yeah, I don't consider yeah. it a Godzilla movie. It's a monster movie. Like you can call it like Lizard Mania or li- or something stupid. Or, uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park 2.0. Yeah, and I would still love it and like watch the shit out of it. Uh, but as a Godzilla movie, it's it's not good. It's poopy. It's to me, it's not even a Godzilla movie. Um, well, actually, the uh, Roland, the Roland, the guy who directed it, uh, he didn't even like the original Godzillas. He only agreed to do this because. They said he could do whatever he wanted with the uh, material. That's the only reason why he agreed to it. Oh, God. And then, uh, in that aspect, as a director, please don't ever ruin something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's right up there with the dude who made the uh, Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh, my God. I, God. I don't even like Dragon Ball Z, but I don't, that movie's garbage. And we just lost some fans because they were... <laughs> unsubscribing right now (laughs) oh no we went from two to one (laughs) please don't (laughs) all right um so but yeah let's let's dive into this movie uh so it opens up with like a very promising looking intro it's kind of like military found footage i i personally i feel like i feel like it's a lot of godzilla start off like that like you know like military found footage of like nuclear testing and then like the occasional lizard floating around yeah. Which they're not very specific on which lizard he could have possibly evolved or mutated from, which kind of irks me a bit because it's like, come on, you have to come from one of these species. Well, they're, they're, well, they're like Komodo dragons are shown in the in the preview, but then iguanas. Uh, so the first like the opening go guy, <laughs> the first opening scene you get actually is like a an oil tanker, and uh, <laughs> the, uh, that has anything to do with the scene. But me and Brand noticed that. Uh, one of the crewmen on the oil tanker was like some Japanese stunt guy who was like in every single movie. And the Asian guy, it's that dude. Yeah, like if there's like an Asian henchman in a movie, it's this dude. He was in Die Hard. He was like, yeah, he was in Die Hard, Double Dragon. Uh, Rush Hour? He probably was in Rush I Hour. I think he was. I think uh, when they were tied up in the truck in Rush Hour 2. Did we look up his name or no? No, I did not. Oh, uh, whatever. It's not that important. Um, but yeah, we see this oil tanker being attacked. And uh, you don't know what it, what's attacking it. 
And then uh, we jump to Matthew Broderick, uh, who's pretty much collecting worms with a car battery. Um, I, I did want to say that, obviously, something attacks this boat. Uh, mainly because there's fish inside the boat. But let it be known, this boat is in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, anything else could have possibly been taken for food. But, yeah, go ahead. Ooh, I found the dude's name. L. I found that Asian dude's name. Uh, it's... I probably am pronouncing this wrong. Uh, L. Leong. Leong. He's an American stuntman. But uh, do you want to know how I found out his name? Uh, I typed in Asian guy from Die Hard. First one to pop up. Oh, that's that stereotype. Google to the rescue. Yep. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so we we, we meet Matthew Broderick, and he's, like, collecting worms in the rain because he's, like, a biologist. And then the government comes to, like, scoop him up. Because he's, like, a government biologist, I think. Yeah, something about the radiation effects from Chernobyl or something he mentioned. But I also want to throw in there... It was a strange transition from this shipwreck right to this scene because it's just showing like one of the last Asian men getting thrown against the boat, and then it just shows uh, Matthew Broder or Nick in the boat or in the car singing, and I'm like, man, Mufasa really has no worries, just transitioning out here right now. You hey know? man, <laughs> it was Simba, not Mufasa. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Simba. Yeah, hey, man, um, Akuna Matata, and. <laughs> No, I think it's a funnier transition. It's like, hey, you're collecting worms. Come check out this giant lizard we found. <laughs> There's a connection there. <laughs> uh, and he's got the most complicated name. It's Nick Tatopoulos. I think it's just Topolis. It's Tatopoulos. It's Tatopoulos? Yeah, it's Greek, I believe. Tatopoulos sounds um, Greek. So <laughs> the one colonel whose name escapes my mind, but it's the dude that was like the dad in Transformers. The, the hard-ass and... father and small soldiers in Transformers, basically. Yeah. yeah. I think if you IMDB him, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> He's in everything. Tough-ass dad, yeah. So he pretty much takes him to like this giant site. He's like, oh, I got your new assignment. And he... And, uh, Nick Topolis, he's like, what is it? He's like, oh, you're standing in it. And he's like standing in this giant footprint. And pretty much just this footprint alone is a, like... If you haven't seen anything prior to this movie, but you know Godzilla, this footprint alone should like tell you, okay, this ain't gonna be a Godzilla movie. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, the actual Godzilla is like twenty, thirty times bigger than this actual footprint. Yeah, um, well, his footprint's like a paw. Yeah, it's not like like you look at the normal Godzilla. It's like a uh, I can't even really describe what his foot looks like, but yeah, it's definitely not as big as it should have been. But the, the, one of the parts I like about it is when he tells them you know, you're standing in it, you know, the scientist is just like, where is it? Where yeah, is it? Yeah, Nick, don't... Nick struggles as if, like, he's going to see it while he's standing in it. Good. Think outside the box here, Nick. Yeah, and then uh, we cut to New York to where we meet uh, our love interest in the movie. Uh, it is Aud- Aubrey or Audrey? Audrey. Audrey. Uh, played by uh, Maria Patillo. Uh, and... This scene pretty much just sets up the fact that she wants to be a news reporter or trying to become a newscaster. And then uh, it's a tough business, man. Her boss is pretty much, like, passing advances at her or whatever for her to, like, get a promotion. Sexual yeah, harassment, bro. You gotta put out the move up. <laughs> oh, by the way, who's trying to get her to have dinner? Her boss, a.k.a. Kent Brockman from The Simpsons, by the way. Or Ned Flanders. Handsome I didn't leave home, neighbor. 
Is it <laughs> Handsome Dan from uh, Wayne's World 2? No, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we go back to another scene where uh, we meet uh, Jean Reno as Philippe. And uh-huh. Funny. And uh, <laughs> he's uh, pretty much like examining like the oil tanker that's got this giant claw print taken out of it. And Nick Tatopoulos shows up with the government and he takes like a sample. Um, no, I want to throw out there that he goes to examine the scene a little bit, Nick, and uh, he sees that there's bunches of canned food, well, canned fish food inside the wreckage of the ship. So not only were they just capturing all these fish, they were, you know, fishermen, tradesmen, whatever, but their whole diet was fish. Like, good God. Like, if I'm on a ship, I think I'd want a little bit more to my diet than just fish, you know? And then, like, Felipe, Felipe in one scene, he's, like, interviewing or like questioning like one of the survivors from the ship to where he kept saying like Gujira Gujira or something like that Easter egg and yeah uh, pretty much if people don't know like Godzilla the original Godzilla movie was called Gojira I think Gojira yeah and then uh, there was also a band named that yeah so there's footage of, of they took like footage of this survivor saying Gojira Gojira and then um Hold the flame to him, by the way. I don't know what the hell that had to do with anything. <laughs> Just look at the light, sir. What did you see? Gojira. I guess in the instance that he used flame power on him, but I don't know. Apparently they wanted to stay away from that aspect for some reason in this movie. Um, so pretty much then we get another clip of Godzilla wreaking havoc. Well, you don't see him yet. Uh, which, but is, he, which I like. Because yeah, it's well, usually how most Godzilla should be. He, that's how most Godzilla movies should be. You see some unseen creature. They build up to it. Yeah, yeah. creating damage. It usually starts with like just like something in the ocean crashing into ships and stuff. Yeah, and he pretty much drags down like three boating, uh, boating or fishing boats or something like that. Yeah, he, he gets he gets caught in like their fishing net. <laughs> and they all jump jump ship. Like, dude, I'd be that, f- fucking terrified. Yeah, whoever talked me into that line of work, I'd be decking him in the face after I got home. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> but uh, actually, that scene reminded me of Jaws a little bit near the end. Oh, where the boat like pops back up? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we pretty much this the, this next scene or no, there's another scene. Pretty much, uh, there's another doctor called Doctor Chapman, and her and Nico pretty much realize that like God. Godzilla, or it doesn't even have a name yet, it's like either like an extinct species or like a mutated lizard that's heading to New York. Like it, they can tell by the path of destruction that it's making its way to New York. Um, so then um, we go back to New York, and then this is where we meet uh, Victor, aka the animal. And the font comes up slowly. <laughs> uh, what is it like? Uh, it's not really. Um typewriter effect but it's almost Military like kind of like matrix effect kind of thing like <laughs> the, city the city that, that never yeah. sleeps uh we meet victor the animal played by the legendary hank azaria and his wife lucy uh pretty much they're sitting at a diner with aubrey i put aubrey it's audrey audrey so yeah we see audrey who sees nick uh nick it's nico or nick i think it's nico but they call him nick for short so she pretty much sees him on tv and then uh, talking about what's going on, and then this is where you find out they're like high, they're college sweethearts. Yeah, they're college yeah. sweethearts. Um, and then we see an old man going fishing, and like these two like hobos are like picking at him, like, "Oh, you're not gonna catch anything today." Well, 
he he sits on like this dock that's like at least fifty feet out into the, like the I guess it's a bay. Is it a bay in New York in the little pen, peninsula? It, it, something like that. I mean, I'm not too sure. Uh, I think it might like lead into the ocean. What's up, buddy? What do you want? <laughs> my my dog is coming to say hello. <laughs> Yeah, what's but, up? But, uh, yeah, carry on. So, this old man, like, this dude's, like, 80, and he, like, casts his, uh, I don't, I don't know how to fish. Is it, like, his, 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 his fishing rod? Yeah. He casts out into the bay. Which, don't know what bait he's using, but we'll get to that in a second. I have friends that fish, and they're gonna listen to this and just get super pissed off that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, either way, he casts off into the, uh, into the bay, and he doesn't cast off that far. Like it's right off the dock, and his line gets sunken right down. So Godzilla is oh, yeah, his line goes out far too. Well, like you're meant to believe that Godzilla is like tugging on his line because the the fishing pole gets sucked right under, and then you it surprisingly does not bring the old man or his arms or appendages with him. Just slips right out of his fingers. I'm sorry, it's the dog. Is it? Uh, yeah. He's up against the table. So then you get like this big tidal wave looking effect, and you're, you, you know, Godzilla's like slowly making his way to the bay from like 300 feet away. <laughs> and surprisingly, this old man is still fast enough to run ahead of the bridge oh, that's God. breaking. Oh, this dock dude is just exploding behind him like Michael Bay style. Uh, honestly, fire. probably one of the best scenes out of the movie, though. Like that. No, it is. Yeah. It is. It's very effective because it's before you realize that Godzilla looks like shit. <laughs> so so you're enjoying it yeah like you don't know what to expect yet so it's still anticipate anticipating i guess you could say it's it's definitely like suspenseful because this dude's like sprinting you know and then uh we get except up. for the one sequence where he turns back it's like oh, oh god and he's like gently walking across the street that's <laughs> usually a downfall a nice uh, nice speed walk <laughs> yeah and then you get a couple glimpses of uh Godzilla, so you'll see like his uh, his like uh, I guess they're called like in dorsal dorsal plates or whatever, like from the highway, and you see his tail, and then uh, he attacks like a fish mart, and this is where you really see Godzilla. Well, you actually really don't see him yet. He's it's still just like bits and parts of him. Like you see like a foot, maybe you know the tails and stuff. It's not until like honestly, I want to say until late, a little bit later on. Later on, that you run into him, uh, Toho Studios, who actually made the Godzilla movies, actually gave like guidelines that had to be met if they were going to use Godzilla. Like you got, he has to have these traits of the character, uh, which was Godzilla does not eat people, only fish. Uh, he has to have three rows of dorsal plates, no more, no more or less than three toes on his feet and four fingers on his hands. Uh, cannot be made to look silly not <laughs> and he cannot die in the movie all which I think they failed on except I don't think he eats anybody it's well a, I mean he yeah, kills people he steps on people throughout the See, I mean I don't want to step too far cool. ahead we'll get there when we well, get there well he did too Godzilla stepped a little too far ahead yeah he stepped on a bunch of people but, yeah uh, you guys want to talk about how Godzilla looks um very slender which is very misconceptual about usually how you see Godzilla. Godzilla's more almost human-like, I would say. He looks more human-like in this movie, though. Uh, I mean, like, when I say human-like, and no pun intended, obviously, in the older Godzilla films, there's a dude in the suit. (laughs) What? 
No, you don't <laughs> the say. The illusion is ruined. How dare you? <laughs> but um, yeah, he was more like. Uh, I guess they were trying to aim for like a more reptilian like aspect to it, where he's almost like at a crouch kind of. Well, when he's running, he's more yeah, he's more like, like Velociraptor almost, if you will. Well, he, like when they were designing him, I forgot who who <laughs> who had this like input, but like they. Whoever was designing him looked at their dog. Oh, I hate you. I, I was going to oh. say that fact. But it was like a combination of a dog and a lizard. So, like, he's got, like, more of, like, hind legs, kind of. And he's got, like, super human length size arms. Like, he's slim. Like, he's even got, like, a, a human body shape almost. But he's got, like, this long reptilian head. It's, like, almost, like, horse-like. But... If you look at his face, it is kind of like dog. Like, his nose looks like a snout. But, dude, like, they, they wanted him to, like, be able to, like, run fast, I guess. Which is not something Godzilla does. Yeah. Although, I don't know which Godzilla it is, but he, do, he does fly on his back tail. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I was like, what the hell? When I, I saw this one time? I can't remember which one it's from, but if you like, have, have the DVD and you look up under the... Uh, scene selection <laughs> the title for that scene that it happens in is some it says something you don't see every day and that is 100% true but this movie was trying so hard to be Jurassic Park it's not even funny so like when people like for instance there's like a the mayor's having like a press conference downtown and you kind of get like you know like in Jurassic Park you get the you get like the water effect where the um Vibrations, or you, they're looking at the water, and you see the vibrations. It's almost the same thing. They're looking at everything else, like cars are shaking. People. Are, oh yeah, the cars are starting. Like, there's like a cop standing there, like you know, like the car, like like jumps like a couple feet and bumps into him. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah, it hopped a little bit. So then, um, <laughs> there's a there is a funny scene where like Audrey's boss is like having a is like on the phone in the, in the build, office building. Back and, against the windows. Yeah, he's got his back to the windows, and he's talking about trying to find a story. And uh, Godzilla like walks past the windows, and his like secretary is like, uh, "I think your story just walked past the window." And he's like, "Huh?" And he turns around, and then like Godzilla's out of frame. But then once he faces her again, like the tail swings past the window again. I gotta admit, the humor in this movie is pretty good. It's, yeah, it does catch me at a few points. Yeah. Well, you got Hank Azaria who does like half the voices on The Simpsons, and then you got like the dude who plays Audrey's boss does voices on The Simpsons. Um, Honestly, though, a lot of the humor I was getting at you wasn't from them. It was from, uh, like, Matthew Broderick and uh, John Reno. That's more towards the end, though. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So pretty much, like, mass chaos is going through the city of New York right now because you do get, like, the first Godzilla attack. And then, like, uh, pretty much they realize that, like... Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Vic is a Vic the animal Hank Azaria is a cameraman for the news company. So instantly he grabs his camera and he's like chasing Godzilla. <laughs> One of the most I think memorable scenes from this movie is uh, he's videotaping. <laughs> he's trying to get the videotape into the camcorder and he's like struggling to like close it and he's like smacking it and like he he stops, takes a breath, and literally just pokes the tape in and then it closes. <laughs> Like, it's that kind of humor that works yeah, in that kind of situation. Yeah, and then uh, one of the other things I thought was funny, um, I didn't realize until after we watched the movie, 
uh, like when he runs to get his camera out of the van, mm-hmm. he, he says like oh, I, like ah oh, geez, and he says it in his mo voice, and I guess he's I was reading a fact and he says that he didn't do it intentionally, it just happened to slip out, but if throughout the movie you can hear him doing some of his voices from The Simpsons. And now that I think about it, there are a few episodes where Mo's like, ah, jeez, like, <laughs> at the bar. Uh, and then pretty much, like, he's, like, taping Godzilla, and then Godzilla seriously steps on him, practically, but he gets saved because he's, like, in between his toes. Another good uh, humor in there. Um, there's some things I don't like about this kind of, the scene, but... Um, wait, am I getting ahead of myself? I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, well, um, from well, from this little part here, we kind of like go forward to like the mayor and the helicopter going towards the city, correct? Oh, I know this is your favorite, like your favorite scene. The mayor and his and his lackey, or his like assistant, assistant. have like the best humor. They're like the Abbott and Costello of uh, of this movie. Yeah. So um, in this scene. Obviously, the mayor is, you know, in somewhat of a panic because he's mid-campaign, and now he's trying to, like, look professional while, you know, New York's in chaos. So, I guess in, amidst his, like, nervous breakdown, he's having a bag of Hershey Kisses, and uh, his his attendant or whatever was like, didn't you say you weren't going to have any Hershey Kisses till after the election? And, like, he tries to grab the Hershey Kisses from the mayor, and the mayor's like, you know, knock it off, like, bite me kind of effect, you know? You want to keep that hand? Yeah, and to me, I was like, uh, I was like, dear God, you know, we have a mayor here, mayor here worrying about the city, but he just went back on his word for some Hershey kisses. Who's to say what else he'll go back on his word <laughs> for? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, pretty much they realize that uh, New York is, like, the best place, I guess, for Godzilla, because he can hide anywhere, because it's like a peninsula. Um... And then yeah, a giant lizard hiding in a jungle of uh, skyscrapers, really easy to hide. <laughs> I like when uh, Lucy is like goes to Vic and she's like, "Oh yeah, Audrey's gonna stay with us for a while." And I don't know if this was scripted or not, but like uh, Hank Azaria or Vic, it's like, "Oh cool, I've always wanted to have a threesome." <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> It'll be a little tight, but okay. <laughs> um, Audrey, see what else happens? Audrey steals her boss's press badge. Um, that goes into play later on in the movie. Uh, one thing, the, so like they're viewing like the destruction that happened so far, and they kind of do this twice in the movie, and it annoys the shit out of me because there's a hole, a perfect hole almost in the middle in of the building. In a building? So you're supposed to believe that like Godzilla jumped through a building. Godzilla doesn't jump through buildings. Yeah, he makes sure he brings the building with him, if anything. He goes through buildings. Well, not to mention that, but like realistically, if a good chunk of that building's gone, it would just collapse. Like it's 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 literally a comedic effect of someone running through a wall, and it's a cutout of them right there. And the thing is, like this Godzilla is smaller than the traditional Godzilla because any other Godzilla movie, like he towers over the buildings. Like he he's like like two skyscrapers tall, like like huge. And like Godzilla doesn't get too fucks. He will knock down a building. He will tear it down. This Godzilla is seriously just sprinting. And through them and climbing on them. It's, ugh, it's annoying. Um, so pretty much, uh, Felipe and his men plant, like, a bug on the mayor. And so this way, like, they're listening to, like, all the plans with the colonels, what's going on. Um, 
and then Nick and the soldiers are find out that like uh, Godzilla is pretty much using like the subway and sewer system to get around and hide. Which, by the way, did you know they actually destroyed the train station for this movie? I'm just kidding, they didn't. <laughs> but hey, no, you had me there for like a second. <laughs> no, but um, you know what I did really find funny was that the soldier says the station was found by another soldier earlier on in the afternoon, as if the city that never sleeps didn't try to take public transit within this time and not one person witnessed it. I just thought that was hilarious to me. <laughs> um, pretty much, uh, they realized that like they find like a bunch of dead fish. So, Nick gets the idea to, like, hey, instead of chasing him, let's just lure him out. Let's make him, make him a nice uh, snack. Yeah, they pretty much make him a tuna salad. Nah, but they they get, like, the hugest mountain of fish I have ever seen. Oh, I... Which, by the way, that's a lot of fish. Damn you, Chris! That's it, we're done. <laughs> I'm out today. No, I, this is a butt-ton of fish. And, yeah, uh, pretty much Nick just looks at the wood soldier and just watching all this he's like turns to him and goes that's a lot of fish like so it's like really and the soldier's just like yeah i have nothing to say to that you're right you're <laughs> absolutely right Nick. thank Dude, you this movie's also thank like, you captain obvious <laughs> this movie is also like a giant time machine because kids say we'll never like know what we're talking about right now but nick goes to like a vending station to get a disposable camera oh i, I was laughing at he that. gets a disposable camera out of a vending machine like, can you even go to a store and get one still? I don't even know. People develop film that way anymore. Everything's so digital. Oh my god, it's an antique. He gets like the wind-up camera to take pictures of Godzilla. So they're opening up like all the manholes, trying to like let them Godzilla smell. Which, uh, by the way, just throwing out there, you actually see the Daily Bugle from uh, Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movies within a few of these scenes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they the Iron uh, Building. And then they open up all the manholes so like Godzilla can smell the. The fish, and he makes his grand entrance and almost kills Matthew Broderick. As he's coming through the sewer line and underground, I, I just thought this was hilarious. Uh, the sound effect that they made for concrete tearing apart sounded like ripping a t-shirt. I just I thought that was funny. Pretty much Godzilla gets like right up in Matthew Broderick's face because he takes a picture of him. And then, like, honestly, like, the two of them bond. Selfie! <laughs> and that little Kodak that he uses to take a picture of him Godzilla's like two, three New York City-wide blocks down. Obviously, he's at Matthew Broderick's feet within two steps. But the flash of this little camera, there's no way that it went all the way down into his face. I just thought that was funny as well. But, yeah, they kind of have like a little bonding-like thing going on. And uh, pretty much uh, Godzilla gives a good old roar right in his face and Dude, like, he's, like, spitting, like, guts up on him and everything like that. Uh, so then Godzilla goes for the fish, and then, uh, as you can probably guess, they open a fire on him. But at, I want to throw him there as well. As he's going towards the fish, this is where you really feel, um, as you were saying earlier, that Jurassic Park kind of feel. Because, I don't know, to me it felt reminiscent of, like, when they first saw the Brontosauruses walking around. Like, just, like, the camera angles they had on him walking towards the fish. Everyone's, like, shocked and amazed. Yeah, and they had, like, that kind of music, too. Like, that, it just had all that feel to it, which was reminiscent. Was and cool. it, that won't be the only scene that gives you that feel. Well, well, not only that, but, like, in this scene, like, they attempt Godzilla's, like, atomic breath. And if you watch Godzilla, you know, it's, like, a blue flame that he ignites. This, it's, like, 
it was just normal fire. And I heard they didn't even want to do anything like this because apparently they didn't want to do anything related to the Godzilla movies, apparently. Well, like I said, the guy who directed it, he, he didn't like the originals. He didn't want any... He, we, we pretty much only agreed to do it because they said he could do whatever he wanted. Well, the reason why they still put the fire breath in there, from what I remember, was it's, like... It's probably nothing Because from, oh, oh. A, a publicity photo got leaked of him breathing fire, so they had to like throw put it in or something like that. Um, and then, like, pretty much the army is, like, chasing him down through the city, but... <laughs> And the, the mayor even makes a joke, like, the army ends up doing more damage to the city than Godzilla does. Like, I think they even, like, they go to shoot Godzilla and they blow up the Chrysler building by accident. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, also, um, well, so, as the how they fight Godzilla in this scene is, like, they have a bunch of Apaches chasing them, I guess, like, three of them. And I thought it was kind of funny, the transitions of them, like, following Godzilla through New York. It reminded me a lot of, um, I believe it was like the first, very first Batman movie, like when he was in the Batwing, and you could like watch him like as he's in the Batwing going through Gotham. It just reminded me so much of it. That was funny. Um, so do we get to the part where, uh, pretty much Godzilla it, it destroys all the, the copters? Oh yeah, he takes the helicopters okay. down one by one. All right. He's, he hides underneath one of them. He like jumps up and eats it. Snack it time. But uh, all right. So pretty much they. Radio in that he got away, and then the one soldier's talking to uh, Nick, and he's like, "We he goes, we did all that to him and nothing happened." And then Nick's like, "No, we didn't. We at least fed him." <laughs> um, so like Nick gets like a, a sample of uh, Godzilla's blood or DNA or something like that. He's at like a convenience shop or a pharmacy picking up like a pregnancy test, dude. I thought they evacuated the city. Like, why is this shop still, still open? Or is it... Or they're in New Jersey. Maybe? I think they're in New Jersey. Yeah, they're not very clear on that. The only reason why you would even think that they're in New Jersey is, one, the taxi um, comes up and it says NJ. Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't even notice that. Or, two, we get a brief transition from the room when they're on top of the rooftop. <laughs> so then, this is where Audrey meets Nick... And then you find out, like, she left him because she wanted to pursue her career and now she wants back in his life. And then pretty much they're back at base and she's, you know, they're talking and pretty much this is where, like, Nick finds out through how, I don't know, how you can use reptilian monster DNA on a pregnancy test. (laughs) He finds out. It works for the movie. (laughs) You find out Godzilla's pregnant. Yeah, I just want to say, Simba forgave Nala for attacking him in the jungle. But Simba can't forgive this girl for wanting to try and rekindle things when she encounters him in the store. Really? More <laughs> Lion King jokes. Um, Had to make it a little cheesy. So Audrey Audrey steals, like, tapes and info and stuff to make a story. Nick uh, Nick's pretty much warning, like, the military that, like, Godzilla's probably breeding. But he gets kicked off the project because freaking Audrey uh, airs the footage that she found but dude she got screwed over too because like her boss stole her footage so pretty much like she makes a story and her boss stole it oh by the way uh she throws in this very very um a distasteful pun about new york something about uh it seems like all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put new york back together again it's like People have died. <laughs> what are you saying? 
Yeah, it's so like she just needed to come up with a sign off. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that even that would have sounded ten times smoother. But then the government's like telling Nick he's off the case as if he wanted to be in it in the first place. She or, were, at this point, like it, the news reporter calls him Godzilla, but he corrects him or she corrects him. It's like it's Gojira, you moron. So Nick gets kicked off the project. Um, over that little stupid thing, like they're getting rid of like the one guy who knows everything about what's going on right now. So I that's not like. The smartest move. No. Um, pretty much, like, she goes to him trying to beg for forgiveness, and he's like, you know what, screw you. He gets in a taxi. Uh, but then they miss the airport, and it's uh, Felipe, Jean Reno, uh, Je- whatever, Jean, Jean Reno. I think it's John. He's Felipe. French. Just Felipe. Whatever. Yeah. Felipe. Stop saying the actor's name. It's the character's yeah, name. Felipe is, like, with the, the French military or something like that, and he takes him to the warehouse. Uh, this whole time... Vic the animal is following them because he wants like to talk to Nick to try to forgive Audrey. Go smack some sense into him. So then, pretty much, this is where like Felipe explains, you know, we're we're going after this thing on our own, and then he asks Nick to to join them. What does he say? He's He's like, like, oh, I always wanted to join the French Foreign Legion. I'm like, don't worry, they'll surrender halfway through, and you'll have to be their American hero. <laughs> oh, dude, we're about to lose some French listeners right now. No, no, please don't. <laughs> no politics on this show. <laughs> um. So then, like, Vic goes back to Audrey. Tells Audrey that, like, uh, you know, they're. they're gonna I, go found, I found Nick. He's with a bunch of French dudes, and they're gonna go after Godzilla. So let's go too. So yeah, they're. We're, and the whole time, like, she got screwed over by making a story. So she wants to make a story out of this. Like, find, like they're going to like find the nest or something like that, and uh, this is actually my favorite scene in in the whole movie actually. Uh, so <laughs> Nick and, and Felipe get in the the jeep and they're all chewing gum. He's like, "Oh, what's with the gum?" And he's like, "Oh, makes us seem more American." <laughs> and uh, they pull up to, like the military base, and uh, the the soldiers like looking at them. He's like, "All right, uh, you know whatever." He's like, "You're all clear to go." <laughs> and Felipe, who's got like a f- strong French accent, all of a sudden goes, "Wanker, oh my girl, watch." <laughs> and you find out that Felipe is like a huge Elvis Presley fan. I, anyone who knows me, I'm a huge Elvis fan, like diehard Elvis fan. So I was like seven years old, dying at that. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so uh, pretty much, like they're investigating the sewers now, both at like opposite ends, like. Nick and his group are one area. Audrey and Vic are like somewhere else, but they're. I feel like they're they're like at the other end. They're coming from e- yeah north and south almost. Um, and then they they find some eggs. Uh, Madison Square Garden. Pretty much, yeah. They all eventually they all actually end up in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And uh, pretty much, like <laughs> they find like seriously like these eggs are like six or seven feet tall. Yeah, and his, uh, his earlier calculation from Nick after uh, saying that Godzilla asexually impregnated himself um, was like, oh, it could probably be a dozen eggs, and it's, like, way over. I want to oh. say, like, near well, 100 he, or more. He, he makes a joke because Nick starts oh. counting, and then the, li- the lights, lights go, go on. on. Yeah, and then Philippe's like, he, he just looks at him, he's like, please stop counting. <laughs> and then, but yeah, there's, there's, like, thousands and of thousands of eggs. 
which I, I know it's not scientifically accurate or anything, but, you know, they were showing these um, reptiles earlier in the beginning of the movie. I'm like, I'm pretty sure any of these reptiles, no matter how much they mutate, laid this many eggs. <laughs> oh, dude, he... Godzilla was busy for a while, man. Like, all those scenes he, like, wasn't in. He was busy laying eggs. Taking he, a dump. He only had, like, for being a Godzilla movie, he only had, like, 11 to 10 minutes of screen time. But, dude, there's, like, shit ton of eggs. This is a, pretty much for all, like, the action picks up. Uh, one of the eggs starts to hatch. Jurassic Park. It is very Jurassic Park, but you know what they use in this scene for the for a couple of the baby... They saved a lot of money, actually, at this point in the movie, because they just reused props from Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, well, a lot of the... the I, I call them baby Zillas, where, like, for the close-up shots, were, like, uh, mechanical. Yeah. You know, like, practical effects, which, to me, looked better. Because, uh, honestly, like, the the CGI they used for Godzilla in this movie does not hold up to date at all. No, it doesn't. It's like uh, PS2 graphics. So pretty much every, at this point, like, all the eggs start hatching, uh, people start running, they, everyone gets split up. We lose a couple French guys, they get picked off by the baby Zillas. And uh, they pretty much become, like, food. Well, um, before... That starts to happen, like, as the egg starts to hatch, Felipe's like, I think we should leave. And I'm just like, yeah, as if being in a room with a hundred Godzillas, let alone being in a city with one, was a good idea. Yeah, I think, yeah, you should leave. Yeah, but uh, pretty much the reason why they're going after them is they smell like fish. Yeah. Because yeah, I have to say that fact, because Godzilla doesn't eat people. Yeah. So that's the only reason why. Yeah, that's what kind of brought me to, like, you said they had their guidelines or whatever. And then uh, he was saying Godzilla doesn't eat people. I'm like, do the baby Godzilla's count? I didn't want to go too far ahead. Well, this whole final act has like a very strong Godzilla effect. Um, you know, they're all getting split up. Uh, one of my my favorite scenes is like uh, Nick and Audrey. Like they they're they're running from the the baby Zillas, and uh, they run into like a locker room. All this crap's going on. Like they almost like Vic. They run through like that, that hallway or whatever, and like. Vic almost gets bit by one of them as he jumps into the locker room and they lo- they, they lock up the locker room and then Vic after all of this he's like this is where like the Knicks change they shower here <laughs> he gets all excited dude this is why I love Hank Azaria man, dude man glass half full yeah glass half full I mean you gotta make the best of your day see two more f- French dudes get uh get eaten bite yeah, the dust uh for them being spec ops they aren't very good at handling dire situations they even seem like really concerned about stealth either they were just nick and the uh, nick and felipe split up because uh i think for some reason they can't get a hold of the base the, the circuits are jammed yeah the under... circuits are jammed so like he wants nick to leave Madison square garden to go uh to go get help so nick's on his own and uh, he gets like <laughs> he gets cornered by an elevator with like the baby Zillas, and like he gets in the elevator. And oh, I love this part. Th- this is probably one of my favorite scenes, is because I remember it being in the trailer, and the elevator goes up and the doors open, and you just like it opens up and you see like all these baby Zillas like eating cotton candy and popcorn and making a mess on the floor, and they all there's like like twelve of them, and they all turn at him at the same time, and he. He does that, like, Matthew Broderick shrug, and he's just, like, wrong floor, <laughs> and, like, shuts the elevator. Oh, yeah, the, one of my favorite parts, though, like, the one 
baby's a little closest to him, like, as he's looking at him, just opens his mouth and the popcorn just drops out. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then, uh, pretty much, like, right after this, uh, Felipe and, and Nick meet up with, uh, Audrey and, and Vic, because I think they fall out of, like, the ventilation yeah. shaft they're moving yeah, around they, in. Yeah, they all meet up, so it's, this is, this, this, this is the gang to the end of the movie. And then Felipe destroys and take the, the footage that Vic had, or takes the tape or something like that, and Audrey pretty much has, like, this idea to broadcast from Madison Square Garden to kind of get help, uh, so they do that, they, they lock themselves in our broadcasting room, and, uh, her and Nick tell the army or the military that they have to blow up Madison Square Garden. They they show footage of like, was it the arena? Yeah. And like, dude, there's thousands of these things there, like way too many. And uh, so then they find out they only had like six minutes to leave, to leave the building. We get a little bit more slapstick humor because they're all running away and like Matt Broderick or Nick. Like tips over like all the basketballs. And oh the, no no! Uh, hey, before we get to that, uh, was it Philippe? I think, or Philippe. Yeah, they're running down this this hallway, and he's like, "Oh, over here, over here." And then Matthew. Oh Broderick, no no! It was Vic. Oh, it was Vic. Oh, they Vic, pulled... Vic. Okay, yeah. So Vic's telling him, "Get her, you know, come down this hallway, come down this hallway." And Nick's like the last one, so he's like, huff, you know, huffing and puffing his way down. But right as he's about to get there. They come sprinting back around, and he's like, "Not this way! Not this way!" Well, no, they 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 pull almost uh, like a Han Solo, Solo effect in uh in, blue. in uh, you about to say Blue Harvest? I was about to say Blue Harvest. I was. Yeah, no, from uh, a New Hope. New Hope, yeah. Because when he starts he, he starts running and he starts screaming back the other way, yeah, and then uh, Matt Broadwood tips over like a gumball machine, so like all the uh, the Godzillas they start like falling. I just want to throw out there that uh, the gumball machine was right next to a blockbuster sign, the real <laughs> extinct species in this movie. <laughs> Dude, no, there was there was another scene later on. Uh, well, we're getting up to it. So like they're like in the lobby area and they're like trapped on the staircase. And there's like what, a couple hundred of these baby zillas in there. So uh, Felipe gets like he's looking at the chandeliers, but as he's looking at the chandeliers, you see an advertisement for swatches. Do you remember swatches at all or no? Dude, that was... Yeah, that's, like, long time ago, man. Dude, like, <laughs> this movie itself is, like, so prehistoric. Like, you got payphones, you got... Blockbuster. Uh, blockbuster. Yeah. I meant to throw out there. Yeah, payphones were a thing in this movie at one point. Disposable cameras. <laughs> there's... Dude, there's so many, like, things that they were in this movie that... VHS so tapes. Yeah, VHS tapes. Um, but, yeah, uh, Felipe then, like, shoots down the chandeliers... So, like, as it falls, it, like, it's almost like Moses parting the sea, I guess. It spooks sea. them, and then the Zillas go back. Yeah, and they literally like, escape the building right as it explodes. Um, and then... Action movie style. You may think that it's over. But, oh boy, were you wrong. Because Godzilla shows up, uh, and he's pissed off. So pretty much, uh, you see Godzilla rise from like the wreckage of the building, and pretty much sees all of uh, all of his dead kids, and just pissed. But uh, one of the things I realized watching this uh, from the twenty fourteen Godzilla, what were they called? The the villains in that I forgot the name. I can't remember. Uh, it starts with an M. Whatever, but the 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 bad the bad uh, kaiju. What I'm gonna call them and. Uh, 2014's Godzilla, when uh, the main character kills all the eggs, 
that scene reminded me of from this one. Well, originally, I think it's pissed well, off. Well, originally, in the first draft of the script, that which, which one? This one for this Godzilla movie that like I guess there was gonna be a monster like an, an alien monster like a shapeshifter. That, that sounds ten times better than what this movie yeah, is. Yeah, and. Godzilla was going to fight this, like, shape-shifting alien monster, which probably would have been a better route, because all Godzilla movies are better if he's got an opponent, because it's just the military. It gets kind of boring. Like, don't get me wrong, the original Gojira was just them stopping him, but they don't kill I don't think they kill him. I haven't seen the original in so long, dude. Well, that, and I guess they realized their mistake after that, because then, after that movie, he has enemies, I guess? Different kaijus? Oh, yeah, dude. There's... I, I got a majority of them. I got almost all of them. Yeah. Um, dude, where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You, uh, oh, so, so he shows yeah. up, he's pissed, and uh, they realize they're, they're kind of screwed. Yeah, Matthew Broderick's like, what should we do? Or uh, Nick, sorry. And uh, Felipe's like, we should run. Well, and- at this point, actually, not that it really matters, but Nick and Audrey kind of make up. And then, oh. they, and then they get into a taxi. Yeah, that too. And um, I think it's funny that he uh, earlier Nick was saying that these amazing creatures, though they have to be destroyed, kind of like sentence going on. I think what's really amazing about these creatures is that no matter their size, they can never catch up to a human being, <laughs> and they just like manage to run and get in this car and start it, and you know, oh, dude, they're, they're they're going all over through New York City and like. Nick gets, like, this really cool idea. Like, he throws, like, the uh, the taxi driver plane or whatever at one of the Sergeant O'Neill or whatever so they can, like, track the taxi to know exactly where Godzilla is. And that, going... that was really good quick, quick thinking. It was. It was, like, a MacGyver move. Yeah, I mean, I guess today's standards would be like, yo, check my phone. Yeah, if it's Uber, just <laughs> check the Uber app. But I, at one point, they get, like, cornered in a, in a tunnel and... Uh, somehow, I forget how, but they end up... Oh, no, they're going over, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, right? And uh, Godzilla takes a bite out of the bridge, so they're, like, in his mouth. Oh, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, it's at, it's at this scene where I feel like just IMO. It's like his size is kind of problematic. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But I feel like this is where I start to notice, like, his size seems so inconsistent. Oh, no, it, dude, it jumps. Some scenes he's, like, you know... 600 feet tall, and then some he's only, like, 300. It's super annoying. I feel, Yeah, I feel like they kind of, like, chopped this movie up into different parts and just did not focus on, like, how big he was actually going to be in these scenes. It just... It really threw me off at this point in the movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, this movie has decent action. It's It's got adventure in it. It's not boring. It's definitely not a boring movie. I enjoy it. It's a crappy movie, but I enjoy it for what it is. I don't consider it a Godzilla movie, like I've said. Like, you get, like, like, a, like an adventure. I can only describe it as, like, a 90s movie. <laughs> you know? Where yeah. it was, it's not over-the-top CGI. You know? Like, the, the scene where they're in, like, Godzilla's mouth. They're, they're in the taxi, right? Well, yeah, that, that, was, that was practical. Yeah, it's practical. But, like, if you were to do it in today's standards, they would probably overdo it, like, crazy. And it wouldn't have that nostalgia... So, you know, pretty much they lure him to, like, the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever, and he gets caught in the cables, and then literally gets taken out by RPGs or something like that. Those uh, F-16s, I believe? Jet? Fighter jets? I know it was... Uh, and they, they, they kill him. 
That's the end of the movie. You don't but, kill uh, Godzilla. Nick feels bad about it a little bit. Well, yeah, they bond. They're friends. They're friends, yeah. They, they took pictures. Wait, did, uh, did uh, Godzilla tell uh, Nick what his mother's name was? or? <laughs> Godzilla's like, my mother's name's Martha. Why'd you say that name? Yeah, earlier today at work we were talking about Godzilla versus King Kong, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be fighting," and then we're talking about the new one. And we're like, "They're gonna be fighting," and then something big comes by, and they're gonna help each other out. I'm like, "But wait, does this happen before or after they mention their mother's names?" <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. This movie could have been a lot better. Well, um, I guess um, there's that little fact that you said they can't kill Godzilla, right? I didn't I didn't really think about this till right now, but. Um, kind of missed a little sequence before we jump to the end uh they pan back to uh madison square garden there's an egg and the egg cracks open there's one more godzilla baby in there he burst out and then you know what that means godzilla never died technically uh i was gonna say that or it leads into the uh, cartoon that came off after this well yeah that too no they, they had i guess two sequels written out or planned but because this movie bombed so hard they canceled it it's. Uh, I'm not really. I guess they were trying to get, like. I'm, I'm reading this thing right now, but they're trying to get like Bill Paxson and Helen Hunt in this movie. Game over, man. Dude, Bill. I already know Bill Paxson would have been Vic. Like, I just know that because he's always like a cameraman kind of person. Or no, no, I'm wrong. He was actually considered for Nick Datopoulos, I guess, as a backup if he didn't do the movie. I don't know. This movie could have been a lot better. I mean, if you compare it to, like, the new Godzilla, like, a lot of people had complaints about the new Godzilla also, but at the same time, we're getting, like, all the monsters now, which is cool. Like, it's, uh, we're getting, like, if you watched, if anyone's seen, like, King Kong, or that King Kong, uh... Skull Island. Skull Island. They pretty much set up King Kong versus Godzilla. They should have referenced Mothra, Rodan, uh, King Ghidorah. So, at least we're getting that you know yeah i mean i won't get too far because that's like a separate kind of review but um yeah my opinion on that godzilla the 2014 one uh as far as accuracy goes i like how they depicted him however i felt like it lacked a lot in some portions um especially since he really only shows up at the end of the movie which kind of upset me a lot Mm -hmm. but um I don't, I, uh, <laughs> to say at this point, you know, I'm just going to shut up because it's going <laughs> to, it's going to drag out if I try to tell you which one I think is better between this one and 2014. So, um. Well, I will say this with, with the 98 version, it picks up quicker. Like within the first like, t- like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. There's action. Yeah. As opposed to more build up, I guess, with. Like, with the new Godzilla, that's probably my only complaint, is you have to wait so long for, for, for crap to, like, actually get the ball rolling. And most of the, what you do see is, like, the monsters he fights in that one. This one, I think it's because it's only Godzilla in this movie that they hurry up and they, they just start the ball rolling. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. I mean, it, it, it's just funny now that, like, Japan it took this in and it, like, put it in their Toho series or in their and it's it's in the Godzilla universe but he's not Godzilla he's just Zilla yeah and 
I thought I'm correct in like Final Wars they kind of made fun of him because like in Final Wars it's oh like, dude he's he's puny yeah like he's it's equivalent of like a Labrador Retriever and then a Chihuahua and uh, he just gets like bitch smacked into a honestly <laughs> I I think he gets taken out by Godzilla and I think it's by accident I think Godzilla just turns around and his tail just smacks him yeah <laughs> he he pretty much just gets like bitch smacked um do you hear the little uh, Labrador to Chihuahua effect like a little <laughs> <laughs> like a little punk kick over the fence <laughs> but I mean it goes a lot to say I guess when the, when the whole cast doesn't like the movie Maria Patillo in this actually got a, a, a Razzie I think for a worst actress because she ouch she was new to acting I think the only other thing she was in was Chaplin she had a small part in Chaplin and then she made this and since this movie she hasn't really done anything much so I think this is like one of those career stoppers I'm sorry. Did I hear you say nude? Nude. Oh, okay. Nude to acting. Oh, I think he said nude. I'm like, what the hell's going on? He's talking about. All right. Sorry. I just I missed. That's him. a different podcast when we talk about nude acting. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, I I I thought I heard him say that. That's a uh, God. This ain't Godzilla XXX or some crap like that. It uh, came from the other video store next to the liquor store. <laughs> Uh, I have another name for that parody name. It came from the back room of the video store. <laughs> or the back room with beads. Oh, in the freaking lava lamp. <laughs> Dude, this movie was garbage. <laughs> so, uh, are we going with ratings now? Uh, okay, what do you guys want to rate it first? Uh, all right, do you want to do the... The special. Uh, you got. You guys go first, and I'll, I'll do my special rating. Ah, oh, okay. Unless, uh, unless you got one. Yeah, I'll give it three out of five eggs, because I like it, but I don't hate it. I don't. Yeah, it's in between. Three out of five eggs. Uh, Eric, you go. I'm still thinking. Oof. It's like I'm trying not to let my nostalgia love for this movie get in the way, because I know it's a shitty movie, but at the same time, my my inner seven year old like still enjoys this movie why don't you give me two ratings your personal rating now and your inner seven year old my, <laughs> my inner seven year old would give it like a four out of five piles of fish oh. <laughs> why were you gonna do that, piles was, of that fish? was my rating i got i got another one though <laughs> um why what's your rating uh let's see three zilla bitch smacks oh okay fighting words I'm trying to think of like other analogies or whatever. To, to, is it an analogy? Like other things to do with, with the movie. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that's the word you're I'm going to give it... Okay, if I had like to go as like a, a critic-wise or like if I were to just see this movie for the first time, I guess, I would probably just give it three out of five Godzilla pregnancy tests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because... I'm somebody, like, if a movie is still entertaining, besides being bad, I'll watch it. Uh, I'll say this much. At, at an attempt to an actual American American Godzilla, it's not entirely that bad. Oh, it's bad. As, it's like, terrible. To me. IMO. IMO. But, I mean, because I heard that Cloverfield is supposed to be, like, the equivalent of an American version-style Godzilla. And I never even gave that a chance to watch. And I, I just think the idea is shat to me. But I, I know 
one of the guys who played Godzilla through like 1985 to 1995 like walked out of the theater. Yeah, he's like, this is not Godzilla. It does not have the spirit. And not like two years after that, they made Godzilla 2000, and I think that's where they mentioned that they're like, oh, like pretty much like the beginning of Godzilla 2000. If I'm correct, if that's the one, uh, you know, these like Japanese people are talking. You know, the government they're like. Oh, Godzilla. They go, oh, the Americans think they saw him. And they go, oh, no, that wasn't Godzilla. That was just Zilla. Yeah, because they're embarrassed. But, uh, yeah, one of the things uh, I just found out about, apparently a lot of people who do not like the movie, which is a lot, they call uh, that Godzilla also Gino. It stands for Godzilla... Uh, Psych? No. Godzilla in name only. Yeah, I mean, if you were to compare the original Godzilla to this Godzilla, it's like... The original Godzilla is a Mona Lisa, and this Godzilla is like a five-year-old drawing of a Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, or uh, it's, uh, damn it, what was the Beatle that tried to do his own Microsoft Word art? Was it George Lennon? Or John Lennon? George Lennon. Sorry, John Lennon? Dude. You ever see him try to do Now all the Beatles art? fans are going to stop listening to us. <laughs> Man, how many, how many people, how many uh, people do we offend? Yeah, Our subscribers are going from like three to one right now. It's all opinions, people. You can like whatever you like. Um, do what you want to do. So I guess we're pretty much all uh, three out of five on this movie. Not bad. Well, it's bad. Could be worse. I don't know. I said a lot worse. I don't know. I said God, I said Zilla bitch max. So I think it mine's like a two and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'm rating it with an insult. So yeah. <laughs> We are over an hour right now, so we're gonna we're gonna cap it. So uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. Uh, we'll hopefully be back with another one. So uh, until then, I'm Eric. I'm Chris, and I'm Brandon. And you just heard it came from the video store. Shut up, I like it. No.